0: and the 400th and one episode of where the heavenly bodies are i am coming to you today with some very special messages about the stationary energies of neptune and the upcoming meeting of our sun and moon if that's what's happening what we can see in the sky is that the sun will be eclipsed Those in South Africa, (laughs) isn't that weird? Um, And in the Antarctic, hello down there, wherever you are, should be able to see this phenomenon on the evening or the day, because Australia, they're ahead of us. In any case, GMT time, it is at 7.42 a.m. on December 4th. PST time, I know it is December 3rd third at 23 hours 42 that's 42 minutes after 11 pm so actually um, there'll be nighttime in in California and early morning here but daytime in Australia and in uh, some parts of Africa and Australia they'll be able to see it And interestingly, I'm tempted to say, if we were on a ball, would we be able to see it? I don't know. Anyway, (laughs) I don't want to digress. The reason I feel so called to make this podcast today is because of the situation in the world. And I want to inspire by sharing what I see being uh, a kind of energy uh, offering in our sky. And I believe that we as humans and earthling vessels are here to receive that energy. We are between heaven and and the earth plane (laughs) we can make it (laughs) heaven on earth or the other word (laughs) so you know this kind of idea that you could actually be censored kind of brings a little rebelliousness out (laughs) anyway i will be talking about current issues and i will just call it the c word you know like the Mm n-word so what i what i noticed in looking at these two current events as that, of course, they are attached and connected to past events. So, we will start with Neptune because Neptune is a, sh- a shorter explanation, it's happening now, and that is that Neptune takes about 164 years to travel through the constellations that we can see from our earth plane uh, in the path of our sun. And earlier this year, it returned after 164 years to the constellation of Pisces. And because I produce a almanac with a colleague of mine, a friend, my cosmic daughter actually, Elizabeth we noticed this position because it's a zero-degree calendar so whenever heavenly body goes into zero degrees we have that documented in the calendar so that was Neptune going in its normal forward direct motion but then in June it went retrograde or appears to go retrograde yeah however that works because it's not that they really go retrograde it's just that you know we got this viewpoint from the earth plane that has some optical illusions going on let's just say we know that in any event it can be measured this optical illusion and we could see that Neptune was no longer to be seen from Earth amongst the stars of Pisces, but going back to rejoin the stars of Aquarius, because of course it takes like, I think 19 years or so, or maybe 13, depends, because it goes back and forth. But more than 10 years, it spends in one constellation, depending on how big it is. So of course, it had been in Aquarius for a very, very long time. Like, you were in the Aquarius for a long time. And because Neptune has a strong connection to being connected to water and air, like the spirits, I believe, um, it was in Aquarius. And Aquarius is also kind of water and Spirit, energy, and Neptune is also connected to our our visuals. You know, I want to say illusion, but what is an illusion? <laughs> that is up for debate. But I like to use the examples that life has given me, and my life has given me um, examples of. Neptune and Pisces energy being connected to spirit. Spirit in a kind of religious way, in a spiritual way, and also religion, I mean um <laughs> spirits in a kind of escapism, you know, illusionary drug escapism way. Because the spirits, because the spirit is so high and the earth is quite dense and so. I, that's how I see it. Other people see it differently, but I have a uh, huge understanding for Neptune. And so when it was retrograde in June, we know that it moves even slower than it normally moves. So in Sky Astrology, we go with the facts. So the fact is it was going slower and when a heavenly body or anything moves slow you can see clearer and that's kind of good for Neptune which is kind of nebulous you know you can't really see it's the illusion delusion the spirits going you can't see unless they want you to see so we've been in this time of Neptune being retrograde of all this going on you know the talk of the ideas changing about what to do about the sea. And at the time that that Neptune went retrograde in June, the first appearance actually of the D, Delta C, came out. And you can look this up as I did. And when a heavenly body goes retrograde or direct, it moves slower, and also it can be measured to actually stop, like not move at all. The quicker the heavenly body, the faster, the shorter the stationary period is. So Mercury stationary is like a day where our Neptune is seven days. And in these seven days, you can look back in time, as I did, you will see there was a lot of talk about this Delta variant. Which, you know, didn't change a lot. So what happens when Neptune goes station to go direct? On that same day, we hear about the O variant of C. And this time, we are in, Aquarius and it's like fool me once shame on you fool me twice shame on me but you don't fool me three times right so people gotten used to these variants. like this is the third variant as far as I like know of any or the idea of the first one is the first one the second one is supposedly everybody who scared of the D delta and this one is three times lucky or not lucky okay so here we have Aquarius energy Neptune's been there before knows how to handle it and so as we station this week with Neptune and see the kind of cloak and mirrors that have been going on kind of diverting attention from what we really could be paying attention to, what we've really been waiting for, what we've been discovering in the times of C, the times of C we call DC, during C, and the times before C we call BC, yes, and the time after C, whenever that'll happen, we'll be calling it AC. In any event, We are here now in DC, and we have Neptune, which is also connected to the media, the illusion of the media, the virtual reality. Of course, Metaverse would come out in these times that Neptune is in its last visit, in the constellation amongst the stars of Aquarius until another 164 years. Okay, so if you're planning to live that long, you might get to see it again, but I don't think I'll be planning to live that long. So what can we take from that? What I take from it is that There are hints from the universe. And for those of you who want Age of Aquarius, how are we going to get to Aquarius, right? If we don't know about Aquarius and the options of Aquarius. Aquarius can be like the movie Hair, or it can be about technology and humanity. The balance is what we have to get right and that takes time anything good takes time right and Neptune is not the maker or breaker of this they're all involved right so the fact is that we are in the age of Pisces still and we are about to leave a age where well, you could say not people would call it age but we are still been for quite some time under the influence also of the constellation Cetus and we are leaving that age okay if you want to know more about it you should contact me because it does the goes deep actually it reminds me i have a offer for the abc's the basics of sky astrology available for those of you who are interested to know more about what makes sky astrology sky astrology. So, you should send me a message, send me your email, and I will invite you to have a look. And it explains more about this age thing as well. Okay, so not to make this too long, is that Neptune in this week can show us, make us aware that this. What happened before with the D, delta C is, you know, possibly as well what happened again. But this time, we no need to be fooled, okay? And actually, it's the information we need, and Aquarius is about information. We need to know what we need to be focused on, and that is the humanity part, not the futuristic um, gene therapy. Okay. And the reason I believe that and say that is because something else is happening. And that is Venus. Venus is connected to Neptune as well, because they are considered also, you know, these, these energies of high frequency connected to true love, kind of the Neptune is the more spiritual love, unconditional, the high echelons of love. And Venus is the love of mankind, love between people, and the love of harmony. (laughs) Harmony within, harmony without, harmony above, and harmony on this earth plane. And these two are going through a little bit of a transition at the same time. Venus is slowing down to go retrograde and she is doing that in Sagittarius and she is approaching Pluto and Pluto has been in Sagittarius for quite some time as well going back and forth with the Jupiter and Saturn conjunction which happened last year. Jupiter Venus has been collecting a lot of information by the fact that her connection to the constellation of Libra has just been highlighted by our sun being in Libra. And then our sun has been in the last seven days in amongst the constellation of Scorpio and this still in the constellation of Scorpio but the aspects of a focus have come in. And also the star Antares is part of this. So we, are here in a very powerful part of the sky, which is also known as the galactic center. And where it's the milkiest part, it's a very potent part of the sky. It has the power to create and to change things. And for things to be felt. To be felt. Okay, so when we feel passionate about what we know in our hearts is true and the love for life and humanity for our Earth experience here, which with Venus is connected to the Earth through Taurus. This energy, the heavenly bodies in the galactic center is like with us to act cosmically, here in this place of creation of stars, the nursery of stars. Sometimes they call it the cosmic womb and some cultures, the galactic center. And that's where the no moon moment is happening. The solar eclipse. And it's funny, maybe the solar eclipse isn't a no moon moment. Is it the moon that is really in front of the sun? There are some who say it's K2, whoever that is. (laughs) In any event, it's what we call the new moon. It's when the sun and the moon are in the same spot and that spot will be at a focus mathematically but it is truly amongst this part of the sky where you have the depth of scorpio the most powerful brightest star of scorpio and and you have the true beginning of the galactic center at two and it's like in the numerology comes in here right powerful powerful two two so and Taurus is like at two Scorpio and the galactic center starts at like two Sagittarius and it's bigger so it's not just at two it's like and some people say one and a half but it's at two for sure and it might go to three three or three or four degrees of Sagittarius but any event when we know that it is starting at two degrees here at the galactic center and we have this solar eclipse at two degrees of a focus and we have neptune which i mentioned is also at 22 degrees so it's 22 to 2 and the position of the sun and the moon mathematically is four degrees of focus it's happening in most places in the world on the fourth of december What does four give us? Four gives us a completion, a more comprehensive learning view of what is happening. We're looking at all sides. We're being balanced about our response. And so as we have all these hints from the universe to assist us in seeing clearly of the kind of repeat, re information that we've been um, dealt with, it can help us to make a informed decision because it's not, it's not okay for, in my humble opinion, I cannot not talk about the elephant in the room because when you think about how things are for other people especially I was thinking thank you um, Apple that showed me where I was for five years ago on the 28th of November which was yesterday a day before I was in Kenya when I was teaching and I was at a market where I bought things and I also sold things at a market here in London and When you're, you are already like going out every day or on the weekend, I was going out on the weekend, hoping to entertain someone to buy something that you handmade and you need footfall, which is the more people walking by the better. And when this COVID has been going on for two years, which stopped travel, I've seen empty planes stop travel and you know of course people have suffered who have jobs who have this who is that but most people who are working on the market don't have these cushions for that and they rely on the 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 um traveling the tourist and I that happened to me at 9/11 as well I had my um marketplace Booth at Portobello in London, and people just come from all over the world and buy, 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 and love your things and da da da, and take your hats to their places or to their shops all over the world. And that stopped. It never really recovered from before. And so I am sensitive to the changes that happen on the really basic level of people who have no security, no um, cushion to help them survive this time that we're in. That seems to be a little bit of an overreaction to say the least, right? And of course, there are some good things that happen that we stop and know that it's not just about making money. We're not here just to slave and to make money right? To pay to live. We are here to give our energy to each other and to learn through interaction with each other. And that is the biggie that has been quite difficult in the DC times. So the reason I'm explaining all this is that as we come to Literally, it's three years since there was a solar eclipse in Sagittarius in December 2019, when actually the first sea was supposedly discovered. Okay, and this time we are here in a focus. And we are conscious of our our our, our journey, what has happened, we you know, when we see people speaking out, and we see the evidence of why people are speaking out. This is important to have the evidence of why people are speaking out. Now we have reason, now we have proof, now we can have make an informed decision as the same cycle comes around from three years ago 2019 oh is it two years 2019 is two years right 20 no 20 21, 20 yes two years Goodness, when you can't count simple math, what am I going to do? Oh, by the way, if you haven't seen me for a while, I turned 50-something. I can't even count that. Let me think. I think 58. (laughs) I'm just being silly. I don't like to count my age. That's why I don't have it like on speed dial. Anyway, what can I give to you in these times? What I want to say. Why highlighted Neptune? Why highlighted Venus? Is like a lot of people say, it's time to really breathe in and feel the life in your vessel to slow down and remember how important it is to be close to the ones you love. The actual need for human contact, for hugs, for company, for laughter, not for isolation. Of course, we learned those lessons. We didn't need two years to learn it. We didn't need a year to learn it. We didn't need that long to learn it. What was it, two weeks to flatten the curve? So if we would have had two weeks, maybe, heck, two months to realize, oh, I don't want to go to that job. Oh, I want to be with my family. Oh, I want to do this. Oh, I want to do that. That would have been interesting. How could we go forward? How can we create a new earth where these things about what we love, where our feelings, where our family take priority before money, and not we have to struggle to sustain or show people that we love them by not being with them which I have to say I did as a single parent this is a chance for us to consciously be aware it's it's the wakey-wakey time wakey-wakey time to say look in the mirror the man in the mirror the man in the mirror and say the universe is with us. The universe is giving us these chances to see everything in plain sight. And it is up to us to see those things. And of course, I have to say, you see the reality of this by looking up and seeing where the moon actually is, which you can see on a clear night. And see, no, it's not in Sagittarius, it's not in a fire. Okay. No. It is amongst the stars in the middle of Scorpio and Sagittarius. Amongst the stars of a focus which we have always had in our sky, but that we are becoming aware of. And it's important to become aware of this because I want to pull a little curve ball in here for some good measure because I see even more and more the understanding of a focus and I understood it more when I uh, came upon the movements of the moon measuring moon with the Hydra constellation. The longest constellation in the sky goes from the beehive cluster in Cancer all the way to the beginning of Libra. And I saw that being highlighted quite often every time that something happened. And the proof for me is Also relating to ancient history with the serpent. Remember the serpent in the garden? Yeah. Okay. And I thought, okay, what's about this? Actually, I have a book here. It's looking at me. Hmm. I'm going to do that in the private podcast because it's too complicated. Anyway, there is a lot of information about the snake, about the serpent. What does it all mean? Well, I go back to basics. Serpent, snake, scorpio, poison. But also poison can be medicine and who can help transform it of course the serpent bear called the serpent charmer that who can turn that negative around into a positive a healer which is also connected to a focus energy for sure and what's beautiful about that to bring in is that Mars is in Libra during this time, not Scorpio. So it's helping with the drive for harmony. And Chiron, which is connected to a Fucus, if you didn't know, like Venus is connected to Libra and Tars, is in Pisces and Cetus. So it is the one with the waters the pure waters the deep waters and the Sun and the moon are in this part of the sky which is kind of the fifth element like plasma because it is a combination of water and fire here which is sustaining both elements in the same space there's a power in that And so we have all that we need to heal the situation we are in now and whatever might be thrown at us. But the Hydra has been busy and I tracked it down to when the Hydra was highlighted by the sun or the moon starting to align with Cancer that the rules of the injections change for children. Why is it aligning with the children? Because that's the manger. That's the beehive cluster. That's the cradle. That's the nurturing. That's the mother. That's the womb. That's why. Why, it, when I make these observations is not one observation I see it's not even two it has to be three or four or five and that's what I saw and I saw it again guess where it was when Neptune decided to go station on the 25th on that Thanksgiving day the moon was at the beehive cluster and on this day they come with the variant as well right so yeah this is Seeing clearly, when you look at the sky, when you know your constellations, and when we wake up to knowing that we are not alone, we have each other. And when we look up, we are looking at one sky together, which is a mirror of the unity that we can have. When we wake up to it, so i think that's a mouthful thank you for listening i wish you an aligned and magnificent cycle when the sun and the moon are in a focus today is the first day the first moment we have a zero degree now of a focus the sun at zero degrees focus and mercury is at zero degrees of a focus and I feel fantastic for some reason but I think because I have a lot of focus energy in me and out there if you have an amorous stone you can carry them around in your pocket because amorous is connected to Antares star in the sky fine that Antares star in the sky if you can before sunrise or probably you can't see it wonder if it's rising but you will be able to see it soon I think will be setting oh getting confused again in any event you know it's there because it's two degrees of a focus, and I've told you that the sun is at zero degrees of a focus today. So in two days, when you look up at the sun, know and look in the direction of the sun. Know that you are also looking in the direction of Antares. And say hello, and if you have your amorous there, send love and gratitude. As I do. (laughs) Okay. I gotta go now. Sending you lots of love from me. Thank you for listening. Take care of yourselves. Until next time. Cheerio.